everyone. Ooh. It's us, Hack the Dino. We're here for episode 67, and not only that, we finally fixed the internet here at the Hack the Dino studio, Woo! and we're... Oh my goodness. <laughs> and we're streaming live over on Twitch TV. I'm Ben Rosenthal, and sitting next to me is Mr. Dan McGuinness. Hello, everyone. How relieved are you? Oh, man. I had the, This was the worst time. This is the worst 9, 8, 17 weeks of my life. I don't know how long <laughs> it went for, but like... It was the worst. Like, for those of you who uh, hadn't uh, watched, or for those of you listening to our podcast over on SoundCloud or, or Spotify, or hideously boring story. <laughs> we did have a, uh, a Twitch channel going before, uh, but it kept freezing and dropping out. So uh, we, we did some stuff, did some things, and those things didn't work. <laughs> I basically paid $1,000 to not have internet <laughs> at the studio. Uh, so uh, hopefully that's over. We've got a green light on our feed. We're back, baby, and we're here for you. So you can catch us here over on Twitch, and then tomorrow night this will be replayed over on YouTube, which is youtube.com backslash hackthedino, as well as worst game reviews, as well as nostalgia hanging in there as well. There's heaps of stuff. We do, we, we do so much content that even YouTube sends us letters about how good we are. Yeah, even YouTube. The algorithm. Yeah, the, one from, <laughs> the one from Wreck-It Ralph 2. <laughs> we are proudly sponsored by Greenlight Comics and King Kaiju Collectibles, but we'll talk about them a little later on but first dan you've been a busy game playing guy haven't you i have i've been playing some stuff this week oh <laughs> what stuff have you been um, fingering for... <laughs> oh, i hope we're talking about pies now and not um... no video games you use your oh, fingers yeah, yeah. for the video games um, so first up i uh, i finished um metro um exodus um which I was really 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 happy with this game it was beautiful anyone who hasn't played a uh, um this game should. You can pick it up now. You don't have to even play like the first two. Um, so yeah, I basically, I, I smashed that out, got to the end, had a beautiful story. Um, everything about it was rad. You go from, you, in the the game time, it spans over a year. You, you're traveling across, across Russia. So you get like summer. You can see here, this is like the spring in Russia in the mountains. Ah, oh, um, spring in the time where those radioactive flowers bloom. Yeah, it's even got, um, at one point it's got grod in it. Grod? There's like telepathic gorillas. You know, Gorilla Grod from the DC know, I know you read Marvel. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's all right. Um, yeah, yeah. So, that, But that's not what, this isn't the game I want to talk about. Um, my, um, the game I... Um, I can tell Brayden is behind us getting a drink. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's not ready to get to the next section. I want oh, to talk yeah, we about. are. You ready? Yeah. Um, so, what, but the game I have been playing this week and is, um, hey, say it again. It's Sekiro. Sekiro? Yep. Sekiro. Um, Shadows Die Twice. Uh, so, this is made by the dude who made Dark Souls. From software. From software. Um, this is basically a, um, what do we got? Wait, so, it, it's basically a Dark Souls clone. Yeah. Not clone. It's just this dude, this is how he makes his games. It's really funny, actually. When I bought it on Steam, one of the tags in it, so the tag is Souls-like. Yep. That's a tag on Steam Yeah, now. it's so a games legitimate... that are like Dark Souls. So I was like, oh. They right. call them Souls-like or uh, Blood Souls or something like that. Blood Souls. Yeah. It's such a good... I'd love it if I created a game genre called Blood Souls. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... um so, like, oh, that's like Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. get it now. Um, I didn't get it before. So this is a, a the next his his the dude's next game. It is very um I don't know like I, I'm having trouble reviewing this game. Should I say it's like 
what it's like with Dark Souls, like what the similarities on it. But what if you haven't played Dark Souls before? I'm going to do it as if you haven't played Dark Souls before. Yeah, uh, just talk about the merits of its own game. Yeah, so basically... Jeez. Um, oh, <laughs> basically, this game starts off with an, uh, a cutscene, a beautiful cutscene of a, a samurai battle in Japan. Maybe don't go into spoilers. Well, this is the opening cutscene. Yeah, it's still a spoiler. Okay, so it's got a beautiful cutscene at the start. Right, with a story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which, is, uh, which uh, actually Dark Souls and Bloodborne didn't have a story. But um, they did, this kind of thing. But this has a more uh, easier to follow story than Dark Souls and Bloodborne. So I am going to make, uh, rec- you know, you know, uh, you know, say what's different about them. So um, it has a, what makes it different is um, it had, obviously it's set in samurai times. You only have like your, your sword mm-hmm. and you also have a prosthetic arm that you can upgrade. So you can put axes on it. Or, oh, that's handy. Or guns or all sorts of like, stuff. Brayden, I said that's handy. <laughs> Thank oh you. dear, oh dear, oh dear. Bring the, the footage back up. Oh, it's such a beautiful game. Um, so you've got your, your fighting system in this one here. Uh, um, it, it heavily relies on you kind of... Woo! Oh, what happened there? I have no clue. Technical <laughs> difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue, Dan. Have you been uh, going ahead in it, Brayden? Because it was... That was the end of the show, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't a very long... So, Dark... Yeah, 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 yeah. Sekiro? Uh, I, got, I got total flustered. <laughs> yeah, well, you're not the one who just saw you with your shirt off, so <laughs> continue. Oh, I've gone all red. I'm all embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I was testing the stream. Oh, I killed a chicken. Head on over to youtube.com backslash hack the dot. I see a nice pic of Dan <laughs> no, shirtless. Do you, know, do you know actually that um, you shirtless on Twitch, you get banned as much as you would being a female if yeah, you're a male. fair enough. So hopefully no one sees that. Um... Oh dear. Um, so yes, yeah, so we've got this fighting system in it. It heavily relies on samurai fighting styles, and you really have to watch what your opponent's doing. You've got three ways of like kind of getting out of stuff. You've got a dodge. Mm-hmm. You've got a uh, you've got a block, obviously, and mm-hmm. then you've got like a jump. We can jump on the head, and you've also got kind of like a you know at the last second when a parry, a parry, yeah, and then you can hit. And they have these things called and they're called death blows. And you see up at the top corner, there's guys got two red dots. You have to perform two death blows on this guy before you can even kill him. This guy's a general. Is anyone else snickering right now? No. Death blows. Just me. Um, You can die twice in it. So when you die, you can resurrect yourself once. Yep. And that's why it's called. uh, And then as you go on, you can build up a second uh, resurrection. So that's why it dies twice. You can die twice in it. Cool. 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 Maximum. so that, that's a really uh, cool system about it. Um, what I did notice as well, from the very start, you have instant fast travel from all your ch- uh, your checkpoints. Okay. Uh, which is with, nice, which makes it feel easy. I'm like, oh, I had to earn. That was so hard to earn in Dark Souls. But um, they've just made it harder in different parts. You've got a sweet grappling hook as well. So you can see those little green dots that are coming out. You can grapple to any of those little green dots. Move along. So it's a lot more fast-paced than even Bloodborne. Like, you move along, you go through. But it is basically that whole thing. You've got your whole world open to you, and you have to kind of, you know, inch your way through, trying to get through stuff, trying to defeat guys. And you have to... You can avoid these, like, boss battles that you're seeing here, but each time you defeat these, like, bosses or mini-bosses, these guys are, you get, like, things, like, you can, you know, get double your health when you kill these guys and stuff like that. So 
You can avoid them, but you can't avoid them forever. So it's yeah. more of a, a risk reward type system. Yeah, it's it's such a fun game. It's so good. So how does it feel like uh, when, when you're traversing? It, it's really, really responsive. I've just learned a thing in it that has to do with a spear. Yep. So you've got like an upgrade, uh, an upgrade system. You know, with like where you put in, you know, uh, you get enough um, uh, XP, and you can get like the, uh, you know, uh, an ability. And you've yep. got an ability tree in this one, which skill is trees. Bit, yeah, skill tree. Which is nice. I really always have always liked skill trees. You don't like them? No, not at all. Oh, I do. I like them. Um, so I've just learned this, a really cool one where it's to do with a stick, like a long pole. Mm-hmm. And I press Do you dodge. give him a do- death blow? No. Oh, will. The dude with the long pole? Um, yeah, so the guy with the long pole, uh, at the last minute, if I dodge, I can step on his pole and death blow him in the back of the head. Nice. Or the front of the head. <laughs> Which is the traditional way to death blow, but um, <laughs> but yeah. Anyhow, I'm not going to go too much more into this, um, because um, I feel it's spoilery. Yeah, I've got some questions. I, no, I do have some general questions about it. Uh, so these from software games are renowned for just kicking your ass. Yeah, is this that type of game? Have yes. you finished the uh, the previous games at all? Yeah, I finished. I finished Bloodborne and Dark Souls One and. Three, I didn't do two. So how long did it, those, on average, those games take for you to finish? I reckon I was in, into the maybe the 60-hour mark. Boy. So is this a game that is going to be as punishing as them? Um, or is is it uh, one that's just going to get too hard and you're just going to go, nah, I'm going to leave it? No, no. It's got a really good learning curve in this one. And I'm already getting... The vibes I I'm, I'm I already the day I bought it I played for like an hour and then I went online and I ordered the game the the guidebook. Oh wow! Yeah, because I these are the only games that I get guidebook for because there's so many secret things in here. I actually found a couple of the things that I've just come across in like the first couple of hours. I just found this like little secret mountain I was climbing and got all the way to the top. It was really out of the way and weird. And in it there was this giant bell, and on the bell it had a note and it said, "Do not ring this bell." <laughs> Whatever you do, like people who ring this bell, like you know, uh, uh, don't appreciate themselves or something like that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna ring this bell. I'm gonna look up to see what this bell is because this is a Dark Souls game, like yep. S game. Yep. And if you ring that bell, the game gets three times harder. Oh! Um, oh, that's rad. And um, but you get three times as much reward out of it. So you, it actually puts an item in your inventory that makes the game three times harder. You can just ditch the item and it goes back to normal but it wouldn't if I didn't look that up or I, so I didn't ring it um, oh, yeah so there's that's all these awesome little, there's all these little things like that in it like you know there's so much in it and this one I reckon he's gone ham on it like yeah. and being the, the the samurai vibe as well like I'm pretty sure you you keep the same sword the whole way through yeah. like and then where that's different from like Dark Souls and Demon Souls like you just start, you just get mo- instead of different weapons you get different moves now it seems very reminiscent of... Uh, you remember the game Tenchu? Yes. Ah, yes. I'm glad you brought that up. I've got that written in my notes. I was trying to pass it off like I was heaps knowledgeable, Dan. <laughs> God no, damn um, it. Yeah, so basically when I was playing this, I felt, oh man, because there's a lot of stealth. It heavily relies on you doing... So if you like sit up on top of a building and, and lock on a guy and you jump, you can death blow them from the air. <laughs> That's impressive. I think it's called death blow. I might be using the wrong term No, there. death blow. Go with it. Um... So there's a lot of, you know, against walls, you know, stuff like that, creeping in grass. And I went, man, this is so much like Tenchu, which is the old PlayStation 2. Uh, one, one, I think. Yeah. One game, which I loved. And then, I, yeah, later on I read that, like, it was originally a build of a 
Tenshu game that, that, that they took over and made it into this game. Wow. And I'm like, oh, sick. No wonder it feels so. So you're a shinobi in this, but you learn, you can learn, um, no, you're a, a samurai, but mm-hmm. you start finding scrolls for uh, shinobi arts. And that's like, and as it goes on, and I've seen some wicked stuff later on in like trailers where you can do like the, the hand signs and turn into feathers and reappear behind them and stuff. And like, cool. Like, oh man, it's going to get so good. Anyhow. So are we going to be hearing about this game for the next couple of weeks? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm going to be playing this game. for. No, I'm going to try and play a different game each couple of weeks so we've got more to talk about, but we will be talking about this for a while. Awesome. Um, I'll, I'll, Dan's like Dan's adventures in the samurai realm. But, oh. um, um, uh, so if you're into my final thoughts, yep. if you're into Dark Souls in that, you have to get this. If, you, if you've loved those games, you're going to get it no matter what. Um, this is a great one to come in as well if you're not a, Dark, a Souls fan or a Bloodborne fan and you just like the... Um, uh, the uh, the uh, the samurai and the Japanese uh, kind of traditional stuff, um, but and it will introduce you into how these souls like games work, and it, it really drip feeds it to you. It's nice. It's not as punishing at the start. Oh, that's another thing. You when you meet people, you give them dragon rot NPCs, so that more times you die, the sicker the NPCs get. Right. <laughs> so, like, Damn. So, just don't give the death blow to any people suffering from dragon rot. Otherwise, you'll get all kinds of... Yeah, dragon... Uh, what is it? Dragon transmitted diseases? Yeah. Dra- dragon t- transmitted diseases, yeah. Yeah. DTD. This, this joke's going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ben, yes. what have you been playing? Because I know what you've been playing, because I'm excited to uh, oh. look, at, look at the footage. <laughs> well, uh, for those of you who didn't know, on Switch... Out came this little gem from the Sega Master System uh, stages. Alex Kid. Hey, do you want to see the internet meltdown? Alex the Kid in Miracle World. Alex the Kid. Yeah, I didn't Alex know- the Kid. I love Alex the Kid. I um, I didn't even know it was called Alex the Kid until... It like- wasn't. It's called Alex Kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, people saying Alex the Kid is one of those things that people on the internet really, really hate. And- Why do they do that? Actually, well, uh, probably because they're losers with no life. Um... But, uh, yeah, Alex Kidd in Miracle World. I never owned a Sega system. I had a Nintendo. I was a Nintendo boy, funnily enough. Nintendo boy. Wait, represent. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that was. Who am I? You just turned into I'm like a 14-year-old. Sure yeah. I'm pretty sure you're Nick from my work. <laughs> um, Personal jokes always work well in a, in a social situation. So, yeah, I, I used to play this a lot when I went over to my friend's house who lived down the road. Uh, never finished it, but uh, it... it really struck a chord with me because it's very colourful and bright like Mario games and I like Mario games. The one thing that stuffed me up then and the one thing that has continued to stuff me up as I was playing this last Is night... Is it rock, paper, scissors? No, no, I'm good at that. Oh, um, because yeah, there's a cloud cheat. It's uh, always there. Yeah, the one thing that really messes me up is the run and the jump... The, sorry, the, the punch and the jump buttons are around the yeah. other way. <laughs> so I'm so used to playing Mario, which is uh, B's like, there and A's there. This is the other way, and man, I'm going to have to spend some time on this. So, uh, yeah, did I played men- this very briefly. Did you mention that this is the free game that was inside the console when you got it? Yeah. When, uh, yeah, did, yeah, yeah, this was the, the one. Master System 2? So, the Sega Master System 2, if you didn't have a cartridge in there, um, and you just booted it up, this game would load up. Yeah, it was the best. And if you did it for the Sega Master System, well, the, the Master System, the, the one, it was like, there was like Snake was on it? Yeah, something like that. It was real bad. Like, this game, though... And this game was a good Master System game. It was. I enjoyed like, this game. It. Look at that froggy man. The frog's awesome. Do, 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 do. And you just sit there punching him like this. Oh, you have to or, avoid or him. Or just avoid him. Yeah. 
Uh, and then another game I've been playing. Um, I have committed uh, to being a Fortnite guy because I uh, I decided after I got the free battle pass that I was going to try and finally get good enough to win a uh, victory royale to come number one. So in that's a game. your goal is that you you just want to win a round of. Fortnite. I just want to win a round of Fortnite and prove oh, that I'm not useless. Done it? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, I don't play it, but I've won PUBG rounds. Yeah, how'd you win it, Dan? How'd you win your game of PUBG? The guy fell off a building. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I was still the last. Guy. So I'm slowly getting better, whereas before I'd be lucky to get maybe one kill in a game. I'm getting about three or four a game That's now. That's all right. So I'm starting to get better. I'm starting to adventure a little bit into building. Um, I've got my little path that I what, follow. You mean that, that whole giant 50% of the game aspect of it you're just getting into? Yep. Yep, yep. Makes you need sense. reflexes. I'm an old man. I don't have reflexes. Uh, my shooting's getting better. My aiming's getting better. My tactics are slowly starting to pick up. Yeah, I'm playing PlayStation 4. Okay. So, uh, so I mean, I'm enjoying it. Um, actually, that's a lie. I'm You're not enjoying toler- it? <laughs> I'm tolerating it. It's starting to get a bit thin now. Like, the weekly challenges help uh, in order to get battle points to get skins and whatnot. But, uh, <laughs> I'm tolerating it. <laughs> I, th- I think that's the best way to put it. Uh, I, I, whereas before, at the start of the season, I was, like, really into it. Now, it's just like, ah. Oh. I guess I should probably play and try and get because if the thing is it's becoming work. If isn't you it? don't keep playing this, you eventually lose everything that you, you've your skills that you've gained while playing it. I don't know what I said just then. Turn it off. Let's go to the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, we uh, got some news topics for this week. Uh, announced during the week, Apple Arcade was one of the three uh, subscription platforms that Apple uh, announced a couple of days back. Uh, Apple Arcade is a streaming platform that comes with Apple TV+. Plus. You, you pay a subscription. It is very similar to uh, Stadia, which was Google's big announcement. Uh, however, Apple made a big point about saying that they're not going to collect any data if you don't want them to. Yeah. Uh, so Apple Arcade uh, is not cloud-based. And there's also no... I bet there's no in-app purchases is one of the No, ones. correct, correct. One of the rules is it's an actual fully-fledged game that you get with your subscription. There's no microtransactions in it at all, and it's curated. It's picked out by people to be on that system. So the, the footage we're seeing down here is just some of the, uh, the the opening titles, what are they called? Yeah, well, that, was, that man you saw just there was Dave Gibbons. Yeah, so the Watchmen artist. And Sam Rosenthal, that's my brother. Yeah, nice. <laughs> And there is, a, there is a game in here, actually, which I think looks amazing. It's one where they're... Um, the dog. No, it's coming up. One where they have they have made all the backgrounds of the game in real life. They're yep. models. And the then Japanese they, one. Yeah, it's a Japanese dude, um, some Miyazaki guy. And um, he just looks like Mr. Miyazaki. Um, and uh, it basically... Um, that's fine. It's totally it's not this racist. this one here, I think. And yeah, and, uh, they, and then they're overlaying the... Uh, look at him. He looks like him. Um, overlaying the game sprites or the, the characters into these real... So they're, like you can see here, they're building the actual backgrounds. Yeah. And then they, they, they must 3D film them. Almost rotoscope it. Or rotoscoping the backgrounds into the game. No, I but they, they, they just look... Look, that's it. It yeah, yeah. looks like it's real. Like... Because it is real, and mm. the, your characters are running along, so they'd have to make, and it just looks amazing. And I'm like, I've never even seen a game like that. Uh, but- another artist who was uh, a developer who was mentioned as being a supporter of this platform and launching is uh, Australia's own Ken Wong, who we know from Florence, and yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, who, yeah, nice. who's developer of Monument Valley. So he's on board with them as well. 
Really looking game. forward to seeing that. Oh, this looks great, this game. Yeah, it's a uh, Disney, Konami, and Lego are making games for them, and they're having over 100 exclusive games to the platform. Uh, games will be playable offline. There's no price for the subscription service at the moment, but it is out this year, fall in the US, which I think is towards the end of the year, uh, sort of October, November. Yeah, right. In, in real people world. Now, this is to contrast with the Stadia, uh, Stadia, which is plural for stadium. I don't like the name, personally. Yeah, uh, I can't find any info on that. On yeah, the, the Stadia, it, it's... Uh, look, my big problem with the Stadia is the fact that many Australians won't be able to play it, for one, uh, because of our horrible internet. But also, the um, Google doesn't have the best track record for seeing their things through. <laughs> Google Glass, uh, Google, was it Google Plus, Google Hangouts, whatever that was. Google Hangouts. Uh, <laughs> you know, they, they've got a lot of things that they've started and then just not uh, carried through. So you pay this subscription service, you buy this controller, um, and then you find out that you can't access your games one day because Google went, oh, nah, it's, it's not worth our time. We're just going to pull the plug because there's no physical copies. You're streaming it all through your browser, your Google Chrome browser. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hesitant. I'm interested to see where it goes. I think it's definitely the step oh, towards yeah. the streaming future. Well, you've got the internet. You can afford to. I, no, no, not Stadia. The, the Apple Arcade. I want to see that game with the, the real background. I yeah. want that game. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I'm... It's I, old. I honestly think that the Apple Arcade is going to be the one that actually makes an impact. I, I don't think Stadia really has it in it, but I am very interested to see where this new world takes us. Well, and I'm a little bit scared, truth be told. I've had a lot of customers at work mentioning the Apple Arcade. No one's mentioned Stadia. Yeah? Yeah. So Apple straight away have done what they do. They've they've marketed it better. Yeah. Well, that, it's what they do better than anything, including yeah. make items. Uh, Cuphead is coming to Switch. Ooh. Holy smoke. Uh, which that which was an Xbox exclusive is now coming to Switch as not as part of Game Pass or anything like that. It is a uh, specifically developed uh, version of the game for the Nintendo Switch. We can see it on screen now. It looks absolutely magnificent. Yeah. This is actual Switch gameplay. Yeah. So it's um yeah. I am so I mean, happy. It, it it to me it doesn't look any different from the other one. So that's fine. Yeah. It's a perfect game for Switch. You know, you know Switch has those certain types of games that it can handle and. And play, and this is like this is one of those games. I always did, wondered why it wasn't on Switch. Well, they had an exclusivity. Well, I think I Microsoft uh, paid for some Look of at it. that carrot. Yeah, <laughs> Microsoft paid for some of the game, so obviously they're not going to let it uh, on any old system. And with Nintendo and Microsoft uh, being buddy buddies now. Uh, you know, it's good to see that this sort of stuff's happening and I really look forward to seeing a lot more of this type of awesome stuff come out. You're right. Uh, speaking of Switch, the Wall Street Journal, the finest journalistic paper in the world that's never wrong about anything, has announced that there will be two versions of the Nintendo Switch coming out this year. A portable one to replace the 3DS and a higher-end, more powerful Switch mm. for the more serious gamers. I can't wait to buy a third and fourth Switch. <laughs> I've got a, um, actually, I've got an artist rendition of these. Can oh, I really? pull this one up, Raiden? Bring it, make a big screen. <laughs> See, <laughs> I saw these. This is kind of real. Uh, I think it's a pretty good artist rendition. Because like, this is the, the vibe that they're bringing out. They're, they're talking about one that's more powerful yep. and a mini one. Mini handheld you, one. You can see there that it's obviously a one-player one. There's no, like, uh, what are they called? Joy-Cons? Joy-Cons, yep. Which, um, do you know what? I'd be fine with. Do you know why? I've never taken my Joy-Cons off. Whereas I'm different. I, I play mine. <laughs> we know, Ben. 
Shut up, Brad. Oh. <laughs> we, uh, I play mine pretty much in TV mode because I drive a lot because this is Australia and that's what my job entails. Um, TV as in like on the big screen. Yeah, on the big screen yeah, but uh, like, with the pro controller. But I still don't take the cons off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no, that's I, fair. Yeah. That's uh, how I play mine or just like that, like just holding it at work. Yeah. When, so when I'm working. I, I will be buying both of these. Uh, my partner really wants a Switch so she can play Hollow Knight. Um what you can get. So you. I might buy her the mini and I'll grab the, that, the toughie. fancy pantsy big ass one. The the you can grab the uh, the child and you grab grab the child one and the parent one. Uh, yeah, okay. That's I was trying to yeah, just I, just maybe think fin- about what you're saying before or you may, take a or sip. maybe finish a sentence. <laughs> yeah, focus on, focus on finishing that sentence. Okay. During the week, we had the PlayStation brand new state of play, the Nintendo Direct-esque type way uh, of getting new games or letting us know what games are coming out. So this is like, this is kind of like you know what we're saying with E3. Everyone's moving away from E3. Yeah, with their absolutely. Things and they're doing their own ones. Now we have PlayStation's doing a state of play. State of play. Uh, did you watch this at all, Dan? I watched the stuff that came out of it. Right. Um, I mean, like, I watched all the trailers after they got announced and stuff like that. I'm, I, not, I'm, I'm not a person who watches... No. What are they called? Announcements? Keynotes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nintendo Directs. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo... That's what they're called. Yep. Um, We're watching not, the PlayStation Nintendo Direct right yeah. now. I, I, just, I, just, I just come at the end and just, you know, sc- sc- scoop the cream off and eat that. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yep. uh, I watched Brad. Didn't you see any of it? I watched the trailers, like Dan. Okay, <laughs> so I watched the whole thing. Uh, and How long it was, was it? It was, it was only about twenty minutes, half an hour. Oh, um, it was it was it was kind of meh, to be honest. Uh, Nintendo, uh, all right. Admittedly, they they've come a long way with their directs. They've been doing them for a couple of years now, but they just seem to have more personality and more life to it. Whereas this was very dry. Mm. Um, part of the whole appeal of these. Uh, bunching together of trailers is it's kind of like a loot box in that you don't know what's going to come next. Yeah, that's, that's the fun of it. That's like, the appeal. Like, And like this one was all VR heavy. Like, What do they have on there? Tell me. Uh, well, a lot of VR games. Um, they What did they open with? I think Iron, Iron Man. Man. Iron Man VR they opened with. Uh, so uh, you can be Iron Man. You can be the man made of iron. You can uh, get those shirts, make them all nice and clean. You can talk to Pepper Potts there. Who, is that Pepper Potts? Is that Friday? Friday. Okay. Who's Friday? Uh, she's the lady who came before Thursday. She's took, the, off, she, took, took over Jarvis. Yeah. Oh, when Jarvis oh. went into Vision. When, when, how do you know that? Because we watch movies and read comics. Is that in the movie? Yeah. Oh, they, they, once, once they took Jarvis this, into that, Vision in the films, they really skimmed over the fact that he got Friday. So this, this, this game would make me sick instantly. Yep. <laughs> like, have you seen the stuff? Falling out of aeroplanes, shooting missiles out of the air. Nah. This is not what VR is about. Look at this. Nah. I, I watched that. So, yeah. Um, so, to me, no. I'm no? not going to play this. Look at this. I'll give it a go. It just looks like, buddy. It, it doesn't look like... It looks very... <laughs> well, he looks like he's flying. Yeah. That, <laughs> it doesn't look like he's flying. It just looks like things are coming up towards you. And, I mean, uh, the yeah. whole the whole idea of uh, an immersive VR uh, experience is that you feel like you're actually there. And I think if I'm standing and my feet are on the ground... I'm not going to feel like I'm flying. I think the best VR experience I've had is number one, it's um, super hot. But no, the second one is that, um, oh, the, what's that, 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 oh my God, uh, Until Dawn, the rail shooter where you're sitting in a ghost train. Yep. So, and cause you're sitting and you're in it. It feels like you're in the ghost train and you're just sitting there and you shoot everything. It was great. What, um, what else did they do? Uh, we also had an announcement of No Man's Sky VR. Which I thought was really good. Like No Man's Sky, we ragged on it something chronic when it came out. It was <laughs> did we? I did. 
<laughs> I was very did. bitter. You bought it though, didn't you? I bought it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I own I've it. I've been wanting to play Beyond. Uh, well, look at this. It looks great. Well, Beyond's the one that's coming out. It's all free, isn't it? Yeah, this is a free uh, DLC, Beyond, that's coming out, and VR is going to be slated into that, so you can now play the whole game in VR. Which What's I, going on here? Uh, that's one of the uh, the battles. Is so It's like space battles now. Yeah. Oh, it's water. They always now. had space battles, they were just very sparse and few in between. I really think you should get this down and put it on your VR, purely because I want to play it, uh, and not spend $500 <laughs> on a VR I don't set. like any VR where you walk around, and it's all you do in this game. You feel sick. That's true, and you go swimming as well. But oh kudos to um, the guys over at uh, wherever it is. <laughs> I've forgotten their <laughs> name, but good on you for being. Good on you. Come on, a great. Good on you. Have a go. Here, here's a participation medal. Clap, golf clap. Well done. Well done. Participation millennial medal. <laughs> uh, we also had looking at my notes. Uh, oh, the, 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 the should we go? Yeah, Trover. Yeah. All right, Trover saves the universe from uh, not Dan Harmon, the other one. Justin go. Roiland. There you go. So this game, it's, it's good that we don't have any sound on this. There is so much swearing in this game. It's hilarious. And it actually looks funny. Look how terrifying and gross the characters are. They've put, they, they, so they put people in their eyes. Yep. So you don't have any eyes and you put little men in. Look at it. Yeah. And that's basically, that's Morty's voice, that character, the main character. Well, Justin Roiland does the majority of the voices yeah. on Rick and Morty. Yeah. And um, it is, I watched this trailer and I was like, that's funny. Yeah. And it was like, that's funny. That's funny. Like, I was like, this is going to be a funny game. Yeah. Like, and and it's a VR game, but I don't think it's first person. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, it's yeah, like that. Mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. This keeps cutting to that. <laughs> I really think this is going to be uh, a really great example. <laughs> now, play on TV. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. So, this is. So, yeah, I have no idea what this game is about. Uh, it just looks like Rick and Morty to me. Yeah. Great, all yeah. for it. And it could just be one of the Rick and Morty universes. Yeah. And I'd be fine with that. And finally, we went out with a brand new story trailer for Mortal Kombat 11. And this game just keeps getting better yeah, and man. better. This game is like... This trailer... Look at this. this. Look at this oh junk punch. God. Look at this junk punch. <laughs> this game knows exactly what it is. I'm and it is is pulling no punches, quite I'm literally. I'm so not a fighting person, but I want this game so bad. And look, the old Mortal Kombat characters are back in a story, though. Like, yeah. not just as a skin. Like, they're in it. They talk to each other. And I'm a big fan of time travel storylines when they're done correctly. And it looks like they've really nailed this one. Uh, because it all flows on. So, what you have to understand about Mortal Kombat is the first nine were a part of the Midway <laughs> universe. Uh, and then when Midway folded... Uh, and they got uh, scooped up by WB, and then WB let NetherRealm Studios do their own thing. That's when they rebooted the whole franchise and sort of condensed all the lore and history down into uh, Mortal Kombat X. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, 9 and X. Um, X was the retelling of them all. And then, because Raiden's gone screwy with all these time travel type things, you've got this new boss who's like, nah, nah, Ooh. Raiden has to pay. Look uh, at that Johnny Cage. So, from what jacket. we can tell, the storyline here is that you uh, play as the current day characters and they meet their yeah. previous I'm day that. counterparts. It's I'm 90s and now. I hope Reptile's going to be in it. I heard Noob's in it. Noob's in it. Uh, well, that's the thing, the revelation that Noob Sabot's actually the original Sub-Zero. That was really interesting. Is that what it was? Yeah. Is Bihan... Is it Bihan? Or is he the current Sub-Zero Bihan? Oh. Either way, uh, this game looks great. Sonyas? Yep. Oh, no, that's uh, Cassie. Carrie, Ca Cassie, Ca yeah, Carrie yeah. Cage. Carrie Cage? <laughs> Cassie Cage. Uh, yeah, looks great. But you saw a trailer during the week as well, Dan, that you thought looked rather awesome, and I tend to agree with you. 
Which one? Uh, New Blood. Oh, the Wolfenstein. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this this looks great. Like I'm not. I haven't 100 looked into it, but I feel that this is a two player at the same time game. Yeah. Like um, remember that game? What was that game on the Xbox that came out? Like War of Two or whatever it was called. Remember that? War of War Two. War of Two. No. Army of Two. Army of Two. Oh my God! I remember Army of Two. It was such a fun game where you're playing at exactly the same time and you have to have two players. This looks like you have to have two players. Um, so you play BJ Blaskowitz? Blaskowitz, yep. Blaskowitz's twin daughters who, and their mate. Um, we don't play her, but yeah, there's, so there's three girls in this game. There's like a, I think one of them's like Oracle. Like that girl is like Oracle that helps you out. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, you, you you kill people. You kill, you kill Nazis. You kill Nazis. You kill Nazis. You two girls who have been brought up to hate Nazis and yep. you go and kill them. So yep. You, um, the Terror Twins. Uh, I... I played the first Wolfenstein, the new one, the remake. I loved it. It was so good. I've gone all the way through. The second one, what was that called? The New Colossus? Yep. I've only played about half of it and then just lost interest. Um, this looks fantastic. Yeah, but this one looks really fun. And the music in this trailer, you can't hear it, is so fitting. It's like... Yeah. It's Doom. Yeah. Yeah, Doom music. Doom heavy metal. It just looks great. And the fact, yeah, bringing like two girls as the two main characters into this world is like... Pretty funny, and it's hilarious as well. Like they they <laughs> swear weird. like anything, uh, and the banter between them is hilarious. Like you can hear almost hear uh, Blaskowitz's voice with yeah, how they and speak, they, and they they talk to each other like sisters. Yeah, they are. Yeah, like, yeah. the dialogue. Not, not friends. They're sisters. Like. The the dialogue really really sold me on this. So I'm really looking forward to. Uh, the only thing I'm not massively into in this whole new Wolfenstein universe is those suits that they wear. Those mechs. No? That, yeah, I think they're weird. I know that it's because they've made it quite realistic. They have to have a way of like how you can get shot a thousand million times with it being realistic. <laughs> and but like to me, I'm just like, oh, I don't care. Just, just make them wearing a t-shirt, <laughs> jeans, like you know, just, just spongy, just spongy them up. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of sponges, we've got a Patreon. <laughs> oh, that, that's the best segue. Patreon.com nice. backslash hack the dino. <laughs> For as little as $1 a month, you can get extra content. We have pre and post shows uh, for our Patreons. We have an official Discord now where our Patreons get uh, access, access to. Direct line to me and Dan and Braden chips in and whenever he can. Yo. I think Braden's used it more than me. Probably. No, you guys definitely have. Uh, you also get Sell Me a Comic, which is an audio uh, play. If you've heard our uh, Super Wii Boo Brothers, it's kind of like that over on the podcast side of things. But it's where Dan tries to sell me a comic each week. And that's exclusive for our Patreons. It's not that, though. That's not what it is. It's, just, it's skit comedy. <laughs> it, it is. You, I don't think the comic ever gets talked about. It's just more sure comedy does. skits. Trust me. It's great. I'm your friend. Uh, for those of you who support us at the $10 level, you get to watch live Dino More, which is our half-hour uh, nonsense show where we talk about everything that's not gaming-related. Braden jumps in. And we also have a little news segment uh, called Bet Your Life where Dan and I try and debate something, uh, a topic brought down from the mysterious Lord Brados. We still don't know who Lord Brados is. Brayden, do you have any idea who Lord Brados is? No, he always pops up when I'm out. I know, you get phone calls <laughs> at the weirdest times. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, patreon.com backslash hack the dino. If you don't have any money to give, that's okay. We totally understand. Um you get Dino more at the end of the month as opposed to live at the start of the month. Or just come watch me on stream every Sunday. Or Streaming just watch game. Dan every Sunday it's over free. here on Twitch. Free. Come on, say, say hi. Poke a stick at me. Twiddle your, your keys. 
with words, making words out of them. Okay, I've decided you're not finishing sentences from now on. Alright, fairer. <laughs> King Kaiju Collectibles. King Kaiju Collectibles is a mighty fine man. So fine that he's been described as near mint condition. He sells things, <laughs> toys and action figures and video games from the past era. I love eras. Just like King Kaiju Collectibles. If you've got collectibles but want more collectibles to go with those collectibles, <laughs> King Kaiju Collectibles can give you collectibles. Nailed it. Thank you. Greenlight Comics? Greenlight Comics. It's a shop that I own. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Stephen's place. There's me and Ross. We just sell comics. Mostly graphic novels, sometimes other comics. We've got D&D. We don't even have that counter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> There's Han Solo. He's like, give me a comic. Um, see you soon. <laughs> Greenlight Comics. I'm so good at this. Our- I think I might cut this out of the audio-only audio no. version. Oh, you've got to leave that. For the people who are in the audio-only version, there was an ad. <laughs> okay, Dan. Yes. Um, so, I don't know if you've noticed, but... Top uh, videos on YouTube with numbers in the title go really, really well. We've got a new topic. So we? I've decided that we're going to list the top five games ever. <laughs> no, it's our, our top, top five Our games. top five. So these aren't the best games in history. This is the top five games for us. Yeah, That I mean agree. something to us. And we're going to explain why they mean something to us. Kind yeah, of. Kind of, kind of. All right, and so we start at number we're, five? We're just going like, to splurge about them a little yeah, bit. So little we'll bit. start from number five and we'll go from like, me to you, me to you, me to you. Okay, sounds good. So you, Ben, do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, so my number five is Breath of the Wild. Now, this game, uh, look, I really... Say Zelda? Zelda, Breath Legend of the Wild. Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, like, no surprise, the majority of my games on here are going to be Nintendo-based. So it's <laughs> Spoiler alert. Are you doing this as, like, number one is your best game? Yes. Yeah, okay, same. that's what I did. Good. So, um, <laughs> yeah, this game... It just blew me away when I yeah. first got it. it. It's so expansive. I've had a real hinkering, hinkering, hankering, hank, bankering. Oh, I grabbed his bum. I, uh, I, I've had a real desire to play this game again. Um, I won't do master mode because I'm bad at games. <laughs> but this game is just beautiful. It's exactly what I need. It's not too challenging. It's not too tough. It's just sit down, have a good time, and uh, tell your friends. I thought it was pretty tough. The first um, big boss, that what's what are they called, the Divine Beast, that was really tough. Well, it depends which one you went to. Did you go to the, the desert first? Because that one's balls. No, I went to the uh, the one in the water. Oh, really? That's one of the easiest ones. Oh, no. But I didn't know what I was doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Dan, you're number five. My number five... I'll give Brian a couple of seconds to get his out together. So my number five is Dark Souls. I know right. I've mentioned Dark Souls a bit already today, but I'm going to get back into it. So the reason I put this as my number five, um, it without trying to go over anything I've already been over, this, this game was my first game that I just got into so hard. And I don't like fantasy games. Right. So straight up, I want to put that disclaimer out. So um, just how this worked, this game first like, really attracted me. Like... It, I first got into it, I was at a mate's house, and we were having some beers. You know, it's a mate's night, pizza and beers. And he's like, I'll put this game on, and let's see. We're from Australia, by the way. Yeah. And he's like, we'll see how far he can get. And there was like these four skeletons at the start, and I think me and him and another dude just sat there trying to get past these four skeletons from the very start. And I was like, oh, man, I'm going to go get this game. So I played it way after the fact. Like, you know, I'd been out for like a couple of years. So I went and got it from like, you know, eBay for like $10 or something like that after that. And I just got so far into it. And it's the only game that I've ever bought, as I said before, a strategy guide to because there's so many 
little weird things in this game. And I put hours into it. I, I would sit in bed at the end of the night and plan what I was going to do the next day in it. And the, my strategy guide has like, I've actually, no, it's inside. It's got all sticky notes in it and like, you know, little tabs coming out of like all these like things awesome. I was going to do. And, Man, that's so and, good. I love coming across them. Yeah. And so, yeah. So that's my number five. Just, just on a, a slight skew, uh, when I was in Japan, one of the times I went over there, I came across a uh, Adventure of Link, so Zelda 2 strategy guide. But it was all in Japanese, but it was only like a dollar. So I thought, yeah, all right, whatever. It's got nice pictures. So when I got it home, I started looking through it, and the previous owner had drawn out on graph paper all the dungeons oh, like, nice. by hand, and they've got all their annotation, annotations in Japanese. It was awesome. So Such cool. a great little thing. That's just a great little, like, uh, like you know. Yeah, what's that? It's got history Top to, to it. the cake. No, what is that thing? I don't know. Whatever. Icing on the cake. Yeah. Top to the top cake. Top to the cake. Top to the cake, everyone. <laughs> top to the cake to you. To you so top to the cake. Hat to the hat to the dino. That's going to be a cake. new thing yeah. for your uh, Twitch stream whenever you do something really good. Oh, top to the cake, and it's a cake with a um uh a top hat on, and it's taking its hat off like a milady cake. Yep. <laughs> Anyhow, next. top to the cake. What's your number four, please? <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat two. Oh. Mortal Kombat two. So I was a big Street Fighter fan. Uh, and Mortal Kombat 1 came out, and I'm like, when Mortal Kombat 1 came out, I think I was like 13 at the time, so, whoa, whoa, blood, oh, you read that guy's Yeah, yeah, that's why it's all about it as well. Then, yeah, Mortal (laughs) Kombat 2 came out, and I remember the day it came out, we were all really hyped for it, there was a video game rental place just up the road from our school, and we went there, and they had, the Mortal Kombat 1 machine was replaced with Mortal Kombat 2. You just replaced it? Yeah, they took it out and brought in number 2, like, when it first came they, out. Yeah, they used to do stuff like that, didn't they? And this game just blew us away. Uh, it, it, just such a huge... I know the combination for this. Uh, just such a huge uh, jump. <laughs> well, apart from that. Huge jump in graphics, a uh, huge jump in gameplay. Uh, it wasn't as, as uh, glitchy and as uh, uh, wooden as the first one felt. This felt a lot more fluid. Yeah. Uh, and it's just such... I don't. I have yet to see a Mortal Kombat take that bigger jump between Mortal Kombat 1 and Mortal Kombat 2. It's um. It's This one is really like, as well, that when they did, redid the Mortal Kombat recently, they really went back to this style of Mortal Kombat, as in like that, you know, they went away from the 3D mm. and just went to this... Fast, fluid, like fighting style. It's very good. I used to like this one as well. Like beautiful game, beautiful game. It's a great. And game. I understand why it's on your list. This is not a Nintendo game. No, but it did appear on the Nintendo Super Nintendo Entertainment it, System. It appeared on everything. Mm. Dan, your number four. My number four is um, Final Fantasy X. <laughs> is this the one with the laugh? What laugh? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so Final Fantasy X is the first, so the reason this is important to me, this was the first JRPG I ever played. Up until this point, I, <laughs> up until this point, I had never played one. Like, I didn't even know what they were. I didn't understand them. Um, and this was my first ever Final Fantasy. I didn't do seven, went straight to ten. Um, I got straight away, got suckered into this game. Like, the, the story, the main characters, so you start off as this kid. I can't remember his name because I named him Dan. Titus. Uh, Titus. And, you know, you're, you're a sports star and you hate your dad. And then, um, yeah, and then this thing's going to come and destroy the world. And it's, and it's your dad. Spoilers. Um, oh, spoilers <laughs> for a 20-year-old game. But anyhow, yeah, so I, it, this <sighs> is a fighting system. It really drip-fred you how JRPGs work, um, you know, with, like, you know, the your, 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 your fire, your ice, you know, opposites and stuff like that. You had your, your Aeons. You can see here she brought one in here. 
creatures you could bring in that you had to win, but you had to beat them, and which is all pretty much standard fare now, but up until this point, I'd never really seen anything like this. So you see now she's using that creature to fight with. Um, the story is what got me. I, is an, I, I, I put 90 hours into it, the only game I'd ever spent that much time on. I think it was one of the only games I'd re- like really finished. And I just went through it, and every day I was just chugging through it, and it was just... And you played it to get to the next, like, you know, uh, CG rendered cutscene, which blew you away. And it had a love story that I cared about. And, like, you know. And the problem with Final Fantasy games that I never even realized up until this point is that every one of them is a, a tragic love story. A love story that never, you know, you know, either. There's always an excuse why they can't be in love. One of them's dead. One of them's a dream. Just like real like, life. <laughs> yeah. One of them dies. You know, there's always. A, I didn't. And, like, it just, it just floored me on how cool. And once again, it was one of those games where I started at night, you know, in bed, reading up on it and stuff like that. So this was my first introduction to JRPGs. And I, you know what? I still reckon it's the best one I've ever played. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because it's got such a... It's a st- like, usually JRPGs have these really convoluted, weird storylines, but this is just... It was really simple, and you understood what was happening the whole time. Except it did jump between times and stuff like that, but like, you got it all. Like, mm. It's great. The learning game. curve didn't kill, kill you at any time. No, and a great story as well, and power sears, all of it. Ooh. Okay, we're going to power through the next couple, just because we are running no, very short on time. Longer. Oh, okay, sorry, everyone. We usually try and get it about an hour, but this one might run a little bit over. No one's going to care. Uh, okay, so uh, I've just realised I left out one of my favourite games of all time. Oh, no. The only problem is I don't know where I'd put it. Oh, um, no. It'd probably bump off. Breath of the Wild, truth be told. Um, so I'll just say it now. We, we won't go into it, but my number five should actually be Chrono Trigger. Oh, how'd you miss that? I don't know, but I just realized, why isn't Chrono Trigger on my list? No, I didn't anyway, download any footage for that. So my number three game is Ocarina of Time, Legend of Zelda. Now this game... Hey! Uh, <laughs> it, 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 I played this game so much over... And over and over, I do absolutely everything. I get all the heart pieces. I got all the skull tullers. I did absolutely everything. I replayed it again when it came to the 3DS. Um, I had a hard time choosing between this and Majora's Mask because Majora's Mask, I think, is a smaller, slightly more polished game. Yeah, yeah. Than this uh, has a lot more interesting um, sort of mechanics with the time travel, but. But Ocarina of Time is just—it's a it's big. Impor- it's important to you. It's it important. is. It is. It. it this yeah. is. Yeah. These next three games have huge importance to me. Uh, and uh, yeah, basically, uh, the the core DNA of why I enjoy video games now, and this this is one of the games as to why that is now the case. Good. Good. Yeah. All right, Dan. Yours. Um. So number three is the very important Metal Gear Solid Two. Now, why is it important? Um. Well, you know why it's important. I know, but the viewer <laughs> might not. So, um, first up, Metal Gear Solid. I just want to quickly get into why I, I liked it. Well, I just liked it because this is an amazing game. I um, It's another one. Notice all these games that we're talking about. These are the games that you know... I thought you, he was going to shoot him in the nuts. Then, but anyway, these continue. are all the games that you think about when you're not playing them. Yep. And then you have to finish them and you'll just go straight back. Like, you know, you do your jobs in, in the day and then you just go, now I'm going to play the game that I have to go play because I love it that much. These are the, So, these are those hard ones... Awesome one to see. So Metal Gear Solid, the, obviously the second one in the Metal Gear Solid, uh, yeah, in the Solid series, not the Metal Gear series. Um, so confusing. I know. But uh, yeah, so this game, to me, what made it amazing is there's, there's a certain bit in the game that like where the game basically starts to turn against you as the player. 
Um, and that all happened to me one night after I'd gone out. I, you know, I was young. I'd been drinking. I was out drinking in the town. I thought I'll come home and play a bit of play. You know, I was, it was in my mind. I play a bit of Metal Gear too. So I get home and I start playing it. And for some reason, my character is naked, running around holding his his hands over his his, his old his old fella. His nether regions. And, the, and then the game keeps calling me in like it's like walkie-talkie system, which you can see here, and abusing me for playing the game too long. It's like, what are you doing? You've been playing this game for 30 hours. Don't you have a life? And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> um, so that was what did it for me. And I, Kojima. This is a Kojima game. And there's so many weird, amazing thing, Easter egg things in this game that actually kind of scare you when you're playing it because it's so weird. Um, and then at the end, it has this scene at the end, the most what, what, what has been labelled the most profound moment in gaming history where Kojima... This game came out when? 20, 2001, I think. 2001. So what are we saying? Like, this like 18 years ago? Yep. 18 years ago. And there's a whole scene at the end where they basically... He calls the state of politics is what is happening right now. He calls it... That social media, social media wasn't even invented at this time. Yep. He, he calls that social media is going to get invented and it's going to start to affect the news and it's going to create fake news, uh, which is a thing we're all going through now. He basically it explains and like what is wrong with the world exactly now and it, it predicted what was going to happen. And it, it and the, uh, an AI in it is, is trying to warn us. That all this ridiculous data that we're going to put up on the, on these social media things of all our information and data is going to like just cloud ex- um, uh, humans from moving forward, which is exactly yeah. what it's doing. Absolutely. And it's, uh, if you want to look this up, what I'm talking about, look up on, on YouTube, the most profound moment in gaming history. And it's in this game. And it will blow your mind. Like, it... it it's ridiculous. I, I showed it to Ben the other week yeah. and Brayden, and they were just like... Yeah, I actually want to go back and watch it again when it's not 10 o'clock at night because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was tired. Um, listen to me, 10 o'clock at night, I was tired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's my number That's that's my number three. Okay. Um, I can't wait to see what Kojima brings out with Death Stranding because, like, you know, this is Kojima's own studio now. He's, He's going to go... This is what's going to happen in the next 18 years. Yeah. Death Stranding. <laughs> okay, my number two pick is a little game called Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fight, or Turbo. Uh, so this game, again, is really important to me. There was a, uh indoor skating rink near my house. Ah, uh, rinks. Uh, and I used to go there a majority of the weekends with my friends for locked-in sessions. Lock-ins? Yeah, where you go, they close the doors, you couldn't escape. and they that much they were? Like 10 bucks. 10 bucks or something. You get to skate for three hours. Thing is, I didn't skate. I went and got my skates, so I was tall enough to go over to the Street Fighter arcade machine and spent my entire time either playing Street Fighter 2 Hyper or uh, watching people play it, trying to copy their techniques. Yeah. Uh, when the copy Super Nintendo. techniques. Well, that's how you learn how to play a yeah, game. I know, but- uh, it meant so much to me that as a kid, I went, I will be a happy adult if I can have an arcade machine in my house one day. And then, ladies and gentlemen, you grew up about eight years ago. That dream became a reality, and oh, I have an arcade machine in my living room. The not the machine, but the same model machine, the same color, the same basic fit out as that machine I used to play over in Skate Line. Street Fighter of Street well, Street Fighter Hyper okay. is one of the games that's on there. I've got pretty much all the Street Fighter games, including Street Fighter One. Um, that it's basically just a big cartridge that you swap around. 
Yeah, uh, nice. And yeah, that's my number two game because it's very special to me. I started learning martial arts, uh, Shotokan karate, because Ryu and Ken did Shotokan karate. Oh, do they? Is that why you did? That's why I started back <laughs> when I was... And now you do it nearly like four times a week? Five times. Five times a week you practice that? Yep. And you've been to you Japan. And then you go to a, like, a place. He doesn't just practice it. No, no, room. I go to a place. And I've also been to Japan and competed over there. Nice. It's such a good story. And, it's, yeah, and a worthy number two. Is that number yeah. Two? Yeah, number two. All right, next. Your number two. This game, man. Near Automata. Um, is that how you say it? Yeah. Near Automata. So this game was totally... I bought this game just on a whim. Just because someone said, this game's really good. So I went and bought it just on a whim one day because I wanted to buy a game. And this game blew my mind. This is also another So one. you were blown away? Yeah. So it was a whim away? Oh, you're nice. Um, so this has... Not only, I, I can't spoil this game, this game is also like no other game. It, it, it follows that kind of Metal Gear Solid 2 thing where it's very, is the word meta? Is that a right, w- right word? Well, it depends where, what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that's what you're going for. Yeah, yeah, it's like, goes. so at the end, it start, you start fighting the game itself from because uh, the characters realise that you're getting near the end of the game and, and it starts writing its text in a way that's just like, well, uh, I don't want to not hang out with these people anymore, my friends. And it's insinuating that once the game's finished, they're not going to see each other anymore. So it starts fighting against you. And you actually like yeah, that's finish the game five times. So you finish the game and you're like, oh, it ended. Credits go up and then you're like, mm. and I just went, I'll start it again. Or I'll just see what this game B is. And you start the game and you start, and it just starts from where you left off as the whole, another half of the game. So it's got a fake ending, and then you finish that, and you get to the end, and then it starts the game from the start, and you're a different character, and you go a completely different way. And you, you can, to finish the game, you have to finish it five times, but each ga- each time you play it through, it's a different game. Cool. Completely. Cool. So how many hours do you put in? I think I did it in like 40, 40, 40, 45 hours. Right. Um, what mate, Also, this game, so I'm not going to go to the ending. The ending is like... Epic. You've it, gone through this before on, uh, I think, one of our Dino More yeah, episodes. Yeah, it, 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 it's like there'll never be a, an ending of a game like this. Mm. Um, it's breathtaking, and you feel almost sick on how unbelievably clever it is at the end, and you don't even realise what you're doing in the game. Um, apart from that, it's got a beautiful fighting system. Um, it just works. And, but what really stood out for me is the music, which we cannot hear. But the music in this... It, like. It's got this creepy tone to it that, like, only a JRPG can have kind of thing where you just, when you hear it, it takes you back to all those moments of you being in that game. And it, it's, it's, a lot of the music sounds like, um, if you, if you know, like, know, like, uh, stuff from Ghost in the Shell, it's got a lot of, like, kind of opera, like, kind of modern opera sounding things, like, with, all in Japanese, like, that. You know, the, I can't do that. That was like, beautiful. Yeah. You, you know the ones like, like the opening of Ghost in the Shell? You know that that, that yep. sound in the film uh, the, 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 when they're making the robot? A lot of it's that. And a lot of the music goes for like an hour, mm. like this, each song. Wow. And, or 40 minutes and stuff like that. So the, the soundtrack is like 30 songs that go for like 50 minutes. So you nearly don't... It, it, it's it's an amazing, amazing game. It's so good. Um, You have to, you have to experience it because this game makes you... F- feel a very strange way when you're playing it, um, which is not really translated in the pictures here. Also, you can see here we're running around and slashing things. It also has a top-down section where you, you fight top-down. It also has a flying section where you do sideways and top-down, like bullet hell. Um, it does everything. Like, this game is 
weird and out there and I'm so happy that someone just recommended it to me. Um, it's actually the second game in the series. There was one called Near. Sweet. And I've never played it. It was on the PlayStation 3, I think. Um, but everyone's, you don't have to have played it. But yeah, by the end, and like, like the things that the swords float behind you and stuff. And so you're not even holding the swords and they fling out and you get all these weird, but it's just so good. Anyway, right. that's my number two. Okay. Like, my number one. I'm, gonna, I'm banging on. My number I, one. Um, no surprises here. It's Super Mario Brothers. Uh, this was a hard decision for me because it's either Super Mario Brothers 1 or Super Mario Brothers 3. I decided to go with 1 because this is the game that started video games for me. I this like was the three. very first video game I ever played. Um, this is the very first game that like, I, I watched my friend play it when I was in primary school and was blown away by it. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Just completely awestruck. I mean, some of the kids who are watching over on uh, Twitch would be just going, what, this game? Uh, this game <laughs> this is, game. is, is uh, just amazing. I mean, uh, it, it started it, it all for me. It's got it's got weight, though, because, number one, there's still these games getting made. Like, yeah. Mario still... People are still stomping on Goombas yep. in 2019. And a lot of modern-day players who haven't played this game from when they were younger uh, actually have a hard time finishing it because this game gets progressively harder and harder and harder. And it is really addictive. My daughter, who's 11 years old, plays this game. Nice. She loves it. I know what you mean. Sure, I make her play it. Otherwise, she doesn't get any food or dessert. <laughs> I know what you mean, though, with being blown away as a kid. When I, when I remember playing this, I remember playing it and then going to another level and the level looked different. And I was like, there's more than one level? Yeah. Like, I was like, because up until this point, I've been playing, playing ColecoVision and stuff like that. And ColecoVision's like, you're just basically playing one level over and you're over again. You're playing squares. And get, no, it gets harder and harder and harder. Just the same, you know, level over and over again. That's what games used to be. And then this one was like, what? Like, here, what? I finished the level. Have I finished the game? And then went to another level. I'm like, there's like, so there's lots of levels and an end? And I, that was the first game I played that was like that. And I was like, yeah. It really was mind-blowing. Like, it, it started a whole, it, oh, words can't describe it. This this game is very, very special to me. Uh, and I would say had a massive impact on my life. This this simple, silly little game with a stereotype man. Man, I remember getting so angry at this game as well. Those bits were right near the end. You have to jump onto like one square to get across. Yeah. Run and do do. That was so hard. And as a kid, like it was so much stress. No, it was. <laughs> it took me ages to finish it, but you know, I did numerous times. Could never do Those like the eight. Ma- the the maze levels were the worst. Oh, with had- the ding. Yeah. I used to have to play it with the sound down because, you know, my parents. Uh, so <laughs> it took me a while to learn what... Because there was no no internet back then. You just had to try uh, trial and error. And I learned from one of my friends that you had to go a certain way in order to get through it. Mm. Anyway, that's my number one. Yeah. Dan. Oh, yeah. My number one. So my number one is... Probably no surprise to a lot of people who know me here. It's Half-Life. Half-Life 1. I, I was I was like... Yeah, sure, oh, I thought it was Dance Dance Revolution. Oh, it might be. No. Um, maybe in a different lifetime when I'm a terrible person, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So Half-Life, I I, I was like, is it Half-Life 2? Is it Half-Life 1? And when I thought about it, it's Half-Life 1. This game uh, revolutionized first person shooters for me. Um, up until this point, I don't think first person shooters to me had a story. It was what like, are you talking about? You're a space marine and you had to kill demons. Yeah, yeah. For reasons. That, that, it was, yeah, for, for reasons. reasons. <laughs> so that they added this like, like whole storytelling mechanic into this thing and you played this silent character that was going through this story and like, you know, there was things happening and this was just, and this, 
to me was the start of this is a game changer, an actual game game changer. Like this was where people started going, let's tell interesting, unique stories using these like methods. I mean, there probably was stuff before that, but to me, I had never really experienced it. And then from then on, you Half Life Two and Episode and one, then Half Life Three. Oh wait, oh, I know it's so weird, isn't it? <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Um, it makes perfect sense. They created uh, Steam and went, wow, look how much money we've got. They created the perfect thing and now they're too scared to finish it. Um, Fair enough. Uh, that you, can, you can't... I mean, looking at this now, you're like, mm, whatever. Oh, like, this, you know, this still this appeals to me. Thing? No, this, um, this is great. The old crowbar. Yeah, so you have to play this game to understand it. That's all I'm going to say. Like, it, it, it was just a beautiful game at the time. They have to do, I have been playing it recently. The re, uh, the rejigger of it. Um, yep. Black Mesa, it's called. It's on steam. If, if you haven't played half-life before play that, that version is beautiful. It's got like the, the physics of, um, two, two and stuff like that. And upgraded graphics. One of the reasons I, I loved it so much is this, I actually played this for the first time on PlayStation two. Wow. And it's the first time I kind of, Played it, and I so I played it with the pad, and it was before analog controllers were invented. So it was Ooh. just like to look up and down, you had to press X and y, uh, Ys and stuff Ooh. like that, or whatever, oh, triangle and X and square yeah, yeah, yeah. to look around. But it had a thing on the PlayStation Two one, which has never been on any other one. It was a joint co-op one where you played two players split screen, and it was a whole game where you went through different levels as two characters in the same game together. And it's never been on anything else that I've ever found. It was on the PlayStation 2 version. I can't remember what it was called. And you played two women that were in Hazard Suits. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah, but that. So that, this is my, the biggest game. It, it, it was a hard choice between this and Nier Automata, um, but that's what I chose. Yeah. And I, I, look, Dan and I are old, okay? We have attachments to old video games because that's what we grow up with. We aren't that old. We're old. So our opinions are based on what we played growing up, basically. Uh, majority of the time. Well, minor. I'm old. All right, leave me alone. <laughs> that's my point. Leave me alone. All right, uh, we are rapidly running out of time, so we're going to skip the little uh, Pokemon or medical prescription segment. We'll save that for next show. Uh, but we will play Dan versus the world. Dan versus Brayden. So it is Hello. usually Dan versus a guest when we have them on, and when they're not, Brayden steps in and represents the world. Game is very simple. I have three songs from somewhere in video game history. I'll play those songs once at a time for five <laughs> seconds. Once at a time? Once, once at a time. At a, one time. Uh, but we can ask to hear it again. You can. So I'll play the first song, first five seconds. Dan will go first with a question, then Braden back and forth for five questions. At the end of those five questions, they have the opportunity to guess. Uh... If they get it right, they get a point. If they both get it wrong, it's a draw. You can choose to try and guess beforehand, but if you're wrong, the other side gets the point. And that's enough rules. At the moment, Dan is on 14. The world, represented by Brayden, is on 14. Ooh. Close. I'm going to make this a big gap of me losing. Okay, so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, in the chat, because we are live now, please refrain from giving Brayden the answers. <laughs> oh, yeah, we hadn't thought of this. Don't cheat, Brayden. I can see the chat. I'll move the chat away. Okay, here we go. Chat, I Song you, number sorry. one. Dan, question number I one. I should have been listening to it instead of adjusting the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, so what... I'm going to try and do some interesting questions. What is um, your character? <laughs> That's a real interesting character. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a... Uh, it's a male spy. Oh, spy, tactician, sneaky guy. Sneaky guy? Sneaky guy. Brayden. Have we mentioned it this episode? We have indeed. Okay. Dan, question number two. Have we? We have. I'm going to go through my notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, is it Alex? No. <laughs> Alex, uh, yeah. <laughs> Alex Kidd, don't. You'll get us, like, doxed. Yeah. Um, I was for it. Is it what console is it on? Or uh, originally on, or whatever? Uh, PlayStation Two. Oh, Brayden said he put he held two up. Three. He knows what it is. <laughs> Brayden, end it, Brayden. I need to go to the toilet. Yeah, is and it? we're running overtime. Metal Gear Solid Two: Sons of Liberty. Correct. <laughs> All right, Brayden. I didn't, Brayden, even, I, didn't even, I didn't even call it Sons of Liberty when I said Metal Gear Solid Two. Yeah. I've I've got the one at home that says substance. Instead, oh, oh yeah, wow. substance is like the uh, it's, it's got kind of like crap. the yeah, the director's cut or whatever. Yeah, okay, here we go. Song number two. Dan, question Ooh, number I, one. I, I've heard that music before, but I've no idea what it is. So let me think. Um, question I haven't asked. What um company is it from? Did you know? Nintendo. Oh. <laughs> I could hear that eye roll. <gasps> yeah, <that's true>. <laughs> <laughs> Brayden. What genre is it? Uh it's an action RPG. Okay. Action RPG RPG on Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Wait. What 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 Nintendo? What do you mean? Like which one? What console? Yeah. Uh it sounded pretty good. It might you have to be pa- past Super Nintendo, I reckon. That did get sounds like that. It came out on Wii U and Switch. Ooh. Okay. Yes, fair enough. Brayden. Wii. Question number two. Wait. What, what was the what was, what was the second answer? What oh. sort of game is it? I guess you should have been listening. No, you always tell me. <laughs> action RPG. Oh, action RPG. Oh, look at this good sport. Uh, I try. Let me toy um, with him. Damn it. <laughs> Evil Overlord. Yeah. Um. Uh, who's the, uh, not who, uh, what is the antagonist? Uh, it's a boy. <coughs> cool. Oh, antagonist, sorry. Yeah. Antagonist. Uh, it's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, actually, in this game. It's a boy versus a man? In this game, <laughs> boy he, versus he, man. He, he was a man, but in this game, he's a big mutant. Okay. What? Dan, question number three. I think I know. What is, if there is, what is like the, the main character's, Weapon or thing that it uses. So many weapons, um, but he he primarily primarily has a sword. Sword. A sword. An Very ac- sword. special An sword. Action RPG with a character that uses a sword. Made by on Nintendo. The, made by Nintendo on the Wii U and the Switch. God, if that doesn't give it away, Brayden, wrap it up. It does. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Correct. <sighs> So, Brayden, you're now on 17? Yeah. Uh, 16, sorry, 16. No, I can't count. None. Okay. Yeah, you're on 14, and Brayden's on 16. All right, here we go. One more. One, oh, more. one more to go. Can Brayden clean sweep? Here we go. Dan, question number one. 
<laughs> Do we even know any answers to this? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> Who made it? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm sorry, um, no question. Um, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, what? Um, is oh, come on, you know what the game is. I, I might not. You know what it is. You were just talking about how good the music is. Don't tell that. Now Brandon knows what it is. <laughs> well, I know what it is now. You better guess really quick. It's still your turn. Is it near automata? It's near automata. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play a bit more. Put that music on oh as, my we're, God. as we're leaving. That sounded okay. nuts. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've been Hack the Dino, your fortnightly nonsense variety show where we talk about all things gaming. That's all right. So you can see us on hackthedino.com. On twitch.tv backslash hack the dino and on youtube.com backslash hack the dino where we put up a lot more videos. If you're here now for the very first time, thank you. We really appreciate you tuning in. And please head on over to youtube.com backslash hack the dino and subscribe. There's lots of other stuff on there. And if you like that and you want to hear more, download the podcast over on SoundCloud or on iTunes or on Spotify. Lots of other bonus stuff comes to you for being a Patreon over at patreon.com backslash hackthedino. So head on over there, and for as little as a dollar a month, you can support us do stuff. Very dramatic music. I know, I'm trying really hard to be lighthearted, but I feel like I need to slay something. Turn it down a tiny bit. And now that we have um, our internet, well, I'll be back on my Sunday stream, so if you guys want to join and uh, chat with me, play games, like... I would love that. I would love it so much. Guys, I don't want to jinx it for this final, like, 20 seconds. We dropped zero frames. Hey! Hey! We're back, baby! Hack the dino! Coming at your face like a flying quiche! Jeez. Okay, got the bat done. Yeah. I think I've got it. I think, I think you do. Actually came from, I am busting for a piece.